at Alina Health. We care about your health and wellness. Learn how Alina Health provides care that can benefit you in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. At some point in your life, you've probably experienced knee pain. We all have. But how do you know when that pain is something that you should be worried about or see a doctor about? My guest today is Dr. Jamie Peters. He's board-certified family medicine and sports medicine physician with Alina Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Peters. How common are knee pain and or knee injuries? Well, knee pain is uh, very common, uh, something that I see every day in the clinic. Uh, and really, the cause varies, uh, you know, with the uh, mechanism or how people actually injured their knee, and also it varies with age group. So, what generally happens as we age to our knees? They're such an important joint, and they do so much for us. What happens as we age? Well, you know, one of the processes that occurs to the knee is the lining of the knee can actually. Uh, start to wear over time, and as people get into their fourth and fifth, uh, sixth decade of life, you can actually get a thinning of the cartilage, and that can vary from individual to individual. Uh, Some people have family predispositions or have injured their knee in football earlier in life, and for those people, they may have that that particular kind of problem occur uh, earlier. What parts of the knee, Dr. Peters, are most commonly injured? Well, I would say, you know, again, it depends on the decade of life. Um, uh, I see a lot of teenagers with knee pain, and for those individuals, it often ends up being discomfort uh, from the underside of the kneecap itself where there's some very delicate cartilage where it glides on the knee on the track. So that's fairly common in in younger individuals and can be addressed in a number of different ways, uh, depending on the cause, but often is is something we we can either have people do exercises or see a physical therapist, and and that can be very helpful. Uh, as as people age, uh, certainly injury, twisting, turning, that can injure ligaments. So those are the structures that that hold the knee from each side and in the middle. Uh, ACL is is uh, one of those ligaments that uh, can be injured, and and when that's completely torn, obviously that's something that we would consider into a surgical colleague to repair. And then as people uh, get older, as I mentioned already, uh, uh, wearing down of the lining of the knee, uh, or, you know, it's also called osteoarthritis or degenerative arthritis, it has different names, that tends to be more common in the older individual or the older athlete who's trying to stay active. Is there anything we can do to prevent or at least delay the onset of that natural wear and tear? Oh, absolutely. I, and this is one of the really important points, I think, to, to get across to your listeners, is that cartilage likes to be used. So anywhere in the body, whether it's a shoulder or ankles or uh, elbows, and especially the knees. So a, a healthy use of cartilage does keep it healthier than being, you know, more sedentary. At the same time, cartilage doesn't like to be abused. So finding that sweet spot using the knee, even if someone has arthritis already developed in the knee, regular use is important. The other part is appropriate use of the knee and the body. So if there's, um, as someone does develop some issues with wearing down or arthritis in the knee, uh, having appropriate use means that uh, you're keeping your whole body 
stronger. And a lot of people are familiar with the term core strength, and that's strength around the, the glutes or the butt muscles and strength around the abdominal muscles. Keeping those stronger, doing a, a various, um, you know, not real high impact, but medium or lower impact activities, and then cross-training so that the, all those muscles uh, around the mid part of your body stay strong, that can actually help the knee have less stress on the knee over time and can help people maintain their knee health and have less pain and can be more active. And Dr. Peters, if people do experience knee pain, do you recommend ice? Do you recommend rest, stretching? Are things like lunges bad for the knees if you're experiencing pain? Speak about a little bit about pain management for us. Sure. So let's say you know there's different scenarios. So one scenario is um, you, uh, someone's out there, they're doing a, a weekend warrior thing, they twist, they turn, they have a tweak in their knee or, or basically a, a sprained knee, and that's something you don't need to go to the emergency room or you don't need to, as long as you can still weight bear, maybe a little uncomfortable, maybe some slight swelling, that's something where, as you say, ice can be very helpful. And when we recommend ice, we usually recommend going with 15-minute duration, bag of frozen peas or a soft ice pack works just great, and repeating that every several hours. That's something that you can watch that. You can hopefully it improves in the next day or two, and certainly by three or four days, you should be feeling good. Now, if it's not, or if someone can't actually weight bear on the knee after an injury like that, or if the knee gets very swollen, those are indications that you need to seek some additional um, evaluation. That could be from someone like me, a sports med doc, uh, or, or uh, your primary care doctor, as long as that primary care doctor uh, is skilled and experienced in, in dealing with uh, this kind of problem. When does a cortisone shot come into play with knees? Well, that gets more to the, you know, I just mentioned the the injury type uh, knee problem, but when you're starting to to get into that pattern where where that knee cartilage is worn down, that's actually something that can be seen on a regular x-ray, usually a weight-bearing x-ray. You can see that thinning of the the lining of the cartilage. As that begins to wear down, there's things that we can do to help, and I've already mentioned the, the core strengthening, which is really important, the regular use of a lower medium impact, so biking tends to be very helpful. But if these things aren't enough and the pain is, is persisting, we have different kinds of, of uh, injections that we can actually put medicine in the knee and help the knee feel better, allow people to stay more active. And one of the most common types of, of injections is use of steroids. So um, that tends to be relatively inexpensive uh, as a medication. It can be very helpful and lasts for four months to keep the knee swelling down and the knee, uh, you can be more active. Now, when that is less effective, then we start to think about um, some of the other medications such as uh, uh, it's called viscosupplementation or people know it as ground-up rooster comb medicine. There's different names for that. Uh, now it's it's more commonly uh, synthetic uh, ground-up, uh, well, it's just like ground-up rooster comb uh, material, but that can also be very effective for a period of time. It doesn't last forever, uh, and that does tend to be much more expensive, which is why we usually opt for going with a steroid as, as a first step when we start to think about injections to help people be more comfortable with their knee and use it in healthier ways. 
And what about bracing? When do you recommend as the weekend warriors we were discussing or, you know, a teenager that's been experiencing some knee pain, has some weakness. Does bracing contribute to that weakness and take the pressure off the knee or does it help keep that knee secure? Well, it's sort of my, my answer would have to be it depends. So if there is a knee sprain, and uh, which means that one of the ligaments uh, was partially torn, um, then bracing to, to help prevent, like a hinge brace of so something that's stiffer, not just the neoprene, that can be helpful as people are getting back into sport. So I think that, that's helpful. I mentioned that kneecap kind of pain that I see with younger individuals. Sometimes you can get, get a, a knee sleeve that actually can help guide the kneecap a little bit, and that can decrease pain and help people rehabilitate through kneecap uh, discomfort. And then on the other end of the, the spectrum, when, when someone has uh, wearing down uh, on one, on an inside or outside part of the knee compartment, we actually have some very nice bracing. It's called unloader bracing. And that can help uh, individuals with arthritis of the knee help stay, you know, keep the pressures away from the painful compartment, and that would be either the, you know, the inside or outside part of the knee, and allow them to, to, um, be active with less discomfort. So different kinds of bracings for different kinds of problems. And how important are good shoes in helping our knees to stay stable, whether you're a runner or a walker or just, you know, your basic weekend warrior? How important is a good pair of shoes for that stable base? Well, that, Melanie, that brings up a really good point. Um, I see this all the time. So I see a lot of runners, a lot of marathon runners, uh, and depending on their foot structure that, as you just alluded to, that can cause discomfort and actually significant problems in the knees. So if someone has what we call hyperpronation, where their foot uh, usually have flat feet, and then when they, they uh, run, their foot goes way to the inside, that can then cause vibration back in the knee. And if you're running long distances or even medium distances, that can create a problem for the knee. So having someone who has proper shoe wear that's proper for their feet, appropriate arch support, um, a lot of those can be over-the-counter now that they make very good over-the-counter uh, shoe inserts or arch supports. That can be very helpful in alleviating that kind of pain. Um, certainly, um, you know, someone with knee problems who's wearing, uh, and, and this is something that I'm sure you're familiar well, I don't know if you personally are familiar with it, but people that sometimes wear high heels and they're always on high heels because they work in that kind of environment. That can, you know, and, and if they have knee problems, that can lead to problems both in, with the feet and in the knees. So we, we certainly advise um, sometimes uh, trying to find something that's still fashion reasonable but may not be so unhealthy for the feet or the knees. So very good point, and I'm glad you brought that up. And in just the last minute, Dr. Peters, if you would give your best advice for people suffering from knee pain or have knee injuries in preventing and keeping good, strong knee joints. Well, I think that, you know, using some phrases sometimes is helpful, and I, and I actually type those out for patients and hand it to them as part of their uh, their summary of the visit. But the things I mentioned are, are use but don't abuse. So listen to your body is number two. So use but don't abuse. Listen to your body. If you're getting persistent swelling, it's getting worse. You need to get it evaluated before it gets worse so we can do some some treatment and, and prevention. So those are probably the key things. Um, and, and I think as part of listening to the body, um, if, if you're a runner and you're having uh, persistent 
pain or swelling, um, a lot of these things, there are answers, and there's great answers that can actually help you stay active. And in the, in the end, and the bottom line, is we want all of our patients to stay active over a lifetime. That does create health over time. So, you know, there's usually answers, that, but sometimes it, it takes a professional opinion to, to get that, in, you know, to get the right information so you can take care of your knees over time. Thank you so much. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. And for more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.